Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations, because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. If you're not, you're missing out. Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya is designed with you in mind and has tons of cool features like curated, shareable playlists and collections made just for you, along with personalized recommendations to help with content discovery. And the best part is, it's super easy to use. It's definitely my favorite listening app, and I'm sure it'll be yours too. So do yourself a favor, download Himalaya today, and be sure to follow Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries once you're there. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 178 of Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries for Sunday, February 23rd, 2020. You're getting the episode. Just, you know, just be happy. Be happy with what you got. I know it might be out late for the Patreons, and to them I apologize. But anyway, my name's Josh Cannon. I'm here with my co-host, Mike. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Definitely... Getting a lot of uh, schoolwork and stuff like that that's kind of just starting to pile up a little bit. Projects, 25-page uh, essay. But thankfully, the 25-page essay isn't due until the end of the semester. But uh, it's still a little intimidating. Uh, I got a little bit of relief, though, because I talked to the, the astronomy teacher. Because this is a class I don't have to pass. I, ju- I really d- doesn't matter because it's just something I took to uh, get full-time. And... That doesn't change how stressed out I am about this class, though, because it's just a ton of math, and that shit just gives me anxiety. But anyway, um, there's this workbook that he designs that has like so much fucking math and so many fucking things to do, and I'm so behind on it. And I basically talked to him. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, just do what you can do, and so you can get some kind of grade for it. Is like, and I'm like, okay. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. So, if, that, if you just explain to them your situation, sometimes they'll be a lot cooler about it than you than you yeah. might think. You know, like I remember I took a music appreciation class in college, and I I, I took one of those. Yeah, it was a lot lamer than I thought it would be because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I appreciate music. This ought to be great. No, it was awful. But anyway, um, I had missed like like a few critical assignments and it was looking like I was going to get like an F in the class, which for me getting an F in music appreciation, it would be like (laughs) you getting an F in film class. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) So what I did was like, I just threw a hail Mary, man. I, I, I literally just sent this long email to my professor who I thought was a bitch because she marked me as, uh, I, when you came into the class, you were supposed to go walk down to the little bottom area where she was, because it was one of those classrooms where it's like, at you know, like stairs or the steps, you know, mm-hmm. and you're all on whatever, layers or levels. And yeah. um, just because I didn't go down because I forgot or something, I didn't turn my assignment down on the floor. And she's like, all right, all the assignments have been turned in. And I go, oh, I didn't know we had to turn them in down there. And she goes, oh, well, it's yours is late now, so you're going to get a late grade. And I'm well, like, are you lame. fucking serious? But anyway, did, thought, she, did she even let you know that it needs to be turned in on the floor? Probably at some point, I just either forgot or something. But it, yeah. it, either way, it was, it was a really silly you know, formality thing that 
You should not oh, yeah, have marked sure. my thing. You know, you shouldn't. I should not have gotten a lesser score because of that. But anyway, well, I mean, maybe a one-time, you know, like a one-time uh, levity sort of thing. Where yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. You know, next I'll take time. It, blah blah. But blah. next time, yeah. But um, you know, I explained my situation. I was working a lot at the time. I uh huh. That particular class, I had to do truck day at my job at CVS, and then oh, go. Yeah. I had to be. I don't do truck stuff at, at, at Michael's, but man, like I, I, I see the trucks. I've you know seen what comes in. Yeah, it, it, it's it seems like it it's was a, a day really of, rough. It, it, the thing. the the worst thing. It wasn't the the manual labor. It was the time that I had to be there. The fucking yeah. truck came at five a.m. Yeah, that's what yeah. time I had to fucking be there. Uh-huh. That was hell. I yep. hated my life on that day more than anything yeah and that's the whole reason i got hired he needed a guy to help with truck and yeah. that's the whole reason they hired me so for me to say i'm not doing truck day i would have gotten fired there was no yeah not doing truck day so i was going and do truck and then i'd have like i don't know like maybe an hour and a half to two hours between that and my the start of my music appreciation class oh, man. so every time i was in there i was like dead ass tired or i'd go home yeah. and take a nap for like an hour either no way, way either way it sucked and so i was explaining that to her and um you know, to be quite honest, this next thing didn't really affect my performance, but I threw it in there anyway. My second cousin had died that year, uh-huh. and so I threw that in the mix just to get some sympathy points, which sounds fucked up as all hell, but hey, I'm just being honest on here. Hey, I bet people appreciate the honesty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. I've gotten some extensions, I've gotten some things where I've said things, uh, but they were legitimate, though, like when I was dealing with uh, a, a scare with my grandmother. Because, you know, they talked about how they found, like, tumors in her brain. Right. And then it's, like, benign, but I didn't know yet. So, like, that was, like... <laughs> it's hard for me to focus on school and work. Still, still though, having a benign tumor in your brain, yeah, I wouldn't want that. I know. I know. But, yeah. Um, anyway, I wrote her the letter, long story fucking short, if I could ever finish my point. Um, <laughs> and she ended up letting me... Oh, I remember what it was. You were supposed to go to, like, two Jacksonville Symphony Orchestra performances and then write a review about it, and you had to have, like, the ticket stub to prove that you were there or whatever. Yeah, so and it's extra credit. No, it wasn't extra credit. You, you had to do it. Like, well, you okay. had to go to these things. I, man- th- I, thought she, I thought she was just like, oh, you need to go to those to make up for it. Oh, no, no, no. This was an assignment that everyone had to do at some point in the year. You had the whole semester to do it. You didn't. Oh, okay. ha- there was no specific time you had to do it. You could do it, it any time, and you could knock it out in, like, two days. Like, one... I didn't even have to do that for my music appreciation well, every, class. Well, every but... class is going to be different, you know, yeah. depending on the professor. But anyway, I didn't... Uh, I didn't go go to those. I had the whole semester I didn't go just because I forgot or I didn't want or something. Uh-huh. So she gave me these these uh, cringy-ass uh, music DVDs, and she's like, you can write a review on these instead. Oh. And they were so bad. One was this, like, an- like, really awful CGI, like, 90s CGI, like, animated... Um, oh, I've seen stuff like that, like the gate or uh, gate to the mind's eye. It it was like um, uh all, like all, it was this like abstract like these these like uh like instruments these CGI instruments playing yeah. like a Beethoven song or something. Yeah. But it was like yeah. I don't know it was like Veggie Tales level CGI <laughs> and, and it was 
It almost looked like well, a. It was probably state of the art for the time. Oh yeah, but when, this when was the like video was made. yeah when the video was made. But you know she was giving me the video in like 2009 or you know when it was like she was she was probably being a, a little bit of a troll there. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it was so corny though. Like I had to watch. There was like ten of those videos. I had to watch, and that was one. And then another was just like a. a uh, a taped performance of this trio doing mm-hmm. some cello violin thing, which was late, way less cringy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought that was cool that she let mm-hmm. me, you know. Yeah. All right, ambush reporting right now, Mike. Did you ask the girl out or not? Have you even talked to her? I'm ambushing you. The people want to know. No, I haven't because things. Uh, I actually haven't been able to have a lot of free time to, in terms of lab time with the, with her because she's been uh, doing lab on a different day. And that's because of some other sort of scheduling things. Okay. Uh, also, uh, I, I just, like I said, I just don't really seem to feel a connection. So I don't really want to do that right now. <laughs> True that. So you never know. Um, yeah, I never know. Uh, but uh, changing the topic uh, <laughs> yeah. and continuing to be random. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, the the beautiful gem that Mike has found for us this week to talk about, I'm just I'm just so thankful for. And uh, <laughs> you found this. Uh, you watched a YouTuber who did a review yeah, on this uh, movie. Uh, Pr- uh, Primic or Primink. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think that's his uh, his username. I love it when YouTubers come up with fucked up names that you can't pronounce. Yeah, uh, but uh, he's a. He's honestly kind of a YouTube troll, but but uh, he's he's really clever and has some good you know witty lines of dialogue and and uh, he did a review of this because he saw it on Netflix one night. It's no longer on Netflix, by the way. How the fuck it ever got on Netflix? I know. It would be a mystery to me. I know it's on Amazon Prime, but Amazon Prime it's not surprising. There's a lot of bullshit on Amazon Prime. Yeah, there's a lot of like YouTubers who have taken their shows on Amazon Prime, so it's yeah. it's you know. It's possible to get on there, I think, easier than any of the other yeah. services. So anyway, it was on Netflix, and he couldn't believe it was not on Netflix, so he did a video about it. And I didn't watch the entire review, because I, I just saw some of the clips, and I was like, this is perfect fodder for this podcast. Right. And it's a nice change of pace from all the murder, and missing persons, and uh, abuse <laughs> that we've been talking about. Right, right. And fucking with cats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously when we started the podcast, I think some of our favorite uh, segments to cover off Unsolved Mysteries were the UFO cases. And Unsolved Mysteries presented them in a way that uh, were incredibly credible. You had a bunch of different different independent witnesses. You had um, voices of dissent on the segment who were always there to kind of argue against it being a UFO. Uh, they tried to make it as fair and balanced as possible, uh, while obviously they were pushing towards it being a uh, actual true sighting. They still kind of let you make up your own mind. This documentary is the exact opposite of any of that. Uh, there is no dissenting voice. The uh, you know uh, Stan Ramonic is the end all be all messianic god of the earth who has come to save us, and he o- only he possesses the power because he thinks so much higher than most people do and he's so much more intelligent than most people are uh he may look like the standard soccer dad with male pattern baldness and a cheesy 90s goatee but no this this man 
uh, with the spaghetti stains on his T-shirt, is the savior <laughs> to the planet, apparently. Yes. This documentary and that man is Stan Romanek. Yeah. And the documentary is called Extraordinary. The Stan Romanek story. And it to me personally it should be retitled Extraordinary Bullshit. Yeah. The I Stan g- Romanek hoax. I hate even calling this a documentary because like there are some yeah, there's some great documentaries out there and this yeah. like t- tarnishes the genre. So like just by virtue This is of, a pseudo documentary. This is like this is uh, a masturbatory way for Stan to uh, you know, live out his UFO fantasies while also stroking his massive ego and his yeah. narcissistic personality. That's what this is. Yeah. So the film is directed by John Sumple, who was actually uh, the producer of the of the documentary as well. And uh, he's the one that's behind the production company that released this. I'm surprised to hear that there was someone else even involved in this. This literally looks like... Stan, a one-man Stan operation. I thought Stan just did it all himself. I know, right? But here's the thing. I think the the cinematographer, editor, and director, uh, and producer, John Sumple, I think he realized that, yeah, it's bullshit, but there there is an audience for this, and there are people who are going to eat this up. And so I think he realized that and saw a little bit of a meal ticket, and so was like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, the, it's not which like it, it costs that much to do this doc, to do this documentary, which is exactly like the room. Pretty much, the production company for that was like, "Hey, Tommy Wiseau wants to pay us millions of dollars to buy us equipment and hire the film crew." Sure, you know, yeah. why, why not? Uh, but unlike the room, I know this move, this documentary. I hate I hate calling it that, but I guess that's the only thing I can call it's it. It's a pseudo documentary. This pseudo documentary. Um, this there's no way this movie costs anywhere near six million dollars like the no. room did. <laughs> this, no, this looks like it was shot on a shoestring budget. I think they. I will say uh, the interstitials in between the actual uh, handheld video footage were uh, well done. Like the the the. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I thought that they were somewhat well done, but here's the problem with the with the editing for me by the director. It. it it's like as if a fucking alien edited this document, this pseudo documentary. There's so many long fucking pauses with these interstitials and these uh, and these transit inter- interstitials and uh, transitions. There's so many fucking long pauses. They're drawn out, and it's just like one of those things. That just, it's just really awkward and and weird. Like like the whole thing that shows all the 190 uh, accounts of extraterrestrial uh, proof or whatever, or incidents that uh, Romanek brings up. There's this weird thing with the edit where it'll, like, zoom in on the fucking text and then pan and then zoom out again in this, like, wide shot with, like, all of these uh, accounts in, like, super tiny letters... And then it'll like highlight some of yeah. them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I get it's going for like the whole visual impact with that, but if it's meant for, it's just fucking bizarre. If it's meant for you to re actually read them to validate them or verify them, it doesn't give you any time to do that. No, and that's another thing. Like the most glaring. Okay, so I'll just give people like a little rundown about like what this this documentary is. 
in 2013, Stan starred in a what they call schlockumentary, which I actually like that term the best. Yeah, because it, it is pretty schlocky. <laughs> Uh, that chronicles what Stan describes as his long history with UFOs. Initially, the film appears to be a simple accounting of many of the more notable events, video, photos, and audio recordings that Stan has kept, as if allowing the evidence to speak for itself, which that is how the documentary starts out. It's literally just video clip after random video clip after random photo with barely any... Uh, kind of narr- there's no context. Yeah, no context, no narration. You, except, it- except for just like uh, little uh, titles that show up that say like evidence. Yeah, like or, there's like uh, yeah, there's like a sightings little- or you know yeah. So it's like it, you almost feel like you're watching like a, a clip show or a compilation yeah. show. It's really weird, and and I'm like. Okay, is there at any point is like a voice going to come in and make sense Are of anything? Are there going to be any interviews? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then, about halfway through, all pretenses of objectiveness melts away when suddenly Stan himself appears regularly to give his personal accounting of events for the rest of the film. It features and his wife. It, yeah, it features some of his family member and supporters, and rolls out a few quacks who try to lend credence to his messianism and outrageous claims. And yeah, that was another weird thing about like the film because like yeah, literally halfway in the middle, you go from seeing no Stan to like only Stan. Well, you saw some of Stan like the night vision. Well, you camera s- footage. you see him in his video clips, but like yeah. you don't see him in a in a proper like interview no. kind of setting. No. And then and then you do, and he just goes yeah. on and on, and he almost like Tarantino's it in the sense that like I, I, I got to be honest, I fucking skipped through a good chunk of his fucking. Uh, uh, bullshitting. It was on camera. It was cringy. Like just hearing him yeah. talk. Just like his 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 voice is annoying to me. His uh, you know, t- hearing him talk about his alien daughter and 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 that was really creepy. His, especially when you know about and we'll save it for later. Yeah, that, that's the big. That's the big. That's the big closer, I guess. But like when you hear about that, like it makes it just so much creepy. And he like you know he he like my beautiful. Alien child. He, he drums up the my leg. alligator tears. Yeah, crocodile tears. Whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, and that- so anyway, it, it starts out with with these videos. So maybe we can because I have a little source here that kind of goes through the videos. So okay. he starts off with uh, proof. So he talks about his evidence, and so the first thing is a uh, really poorly shot camcorder uh video uh i guess somewhere in the mountains near his house <laughs> and it's like shaky and he's all like oh my god you know and he's and he's narrating over it he's talking about like actually uh, before i talk about that i want to talk about the opening credits which are just like i, I they must have been written by stan himself because they're all like super fucking hoity-toity uh full of themselves Talking about how, you know, it's in first person. Stan, you know, is a credible, you know, he's a credible person. You know, he experienced these things and, you know, he persevered despite people not believing in him and blah, 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 and all that fucking bullshit. And you're like, oh, great. I'm in for a really unbiased documentary, aren't I? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally objective. He was just totally glad handing himself in in the in the uh, opening titles. 
even tries to throw in some uh, quotes from a philosopher to try to make him look even more credible. But that's what a lot of hacks do. They just throw in some random fucking quote from some somewhat well-known philosopher to make themselves look smart. But anyway, shows this video. It's shaky cam. Apparently, he shot this after he saw some orb in the sky. Uh, apparently, there's some out-of-focus shots of lights in the sky. But I don't really... That video in particular, you barely see anything. It looks like a little little, little dirt speck. You know? I, know. I, I hate... I hate these 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 types of video. Like, you get the type of UFO video, and you've seen it with the the Mexican UFO uh, on yeah. the Unsolved Mysteries episode. It's like this little the it, deal. It's like a little <laughs> metallic BB in the sky, and well, that's a different video. I know, I know, but like that's the same. That's like the same type of video yeah. you get here because it's shaky cam, and that finally tilts up, and we see. The, you know the you the I mean, can you just UFO. fucking photoshopped that thing? Well, like, I don't think right? no. I, I I mean not not in video form. You can't really Photoshop when it comes to video, but nowadays you can. Probably not back when he shot that video. I mean, but... it can be faked though. You, like it, it, there are yeah. ways to fake that. You know, you could have. Uh, you know, I mean, the Gulf Breeze UFO. Look at that. I mean, that was oh, exactly that was like a video, but it was fake. So he, you hear a little bit of his uh, narration on the on the tape. <laughs> Oh god, this has, guy! And he has something in common with the uh, with the room because he's like, "Hey, Mark, where do you see this? You'll have a can- you you'll have a freaking canary." <laughs> You're just like, Ugh. yeah. As soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh man, I'm in for a ride." Because he's like, "Oh my god, Mark, you're gonna have a freaking canary," and it's like, "Who's <laughs> what? What? Who says that?" Who says canary? Like you know, oh my god, Mark, you're gonna you're gonna have a shit, man. You're gonna flip <laughs> gonna your be- wig, you know. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it really says something about the kind of person you are. Uh, uh, like what you say when you're really excited or stressed out about something. And if your first go-to phrase is "you're gonna have a freaking canary," then uh, <laughs> I just don't know if I want to associate with you as a person. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and then the guy's name is Mark too, so I expected Tommy Busso to show up and be like, "Oh, hi, Mark." <laughs> Mark, oh my God, you're going to have a freaking canary when you see this. A crazy, a little man in the sky. I want to see that now. I want to see Tommy Busso as Stan Romanek <laughs> oh, you, you in a could. movie. <laughs> a Stan Romanek uh, story starring Tommy Busso. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, moving along. So, uh, he shows a lot of other videos um, that are supposed to be UFOs. But, uh, um, he shows, like, out-of-focus images or objects of light in the sky. And is trying to be like, they're UFOs. And I'm like, didn't we all... I mean, isn't this something that has been widely debunked numerous times that just because you see some lights in the sky it's not always a ufo like i mean hell when i was a kid i was into reading uh, books about the unknown and ufos and i thought fucking every light in the sky was was a ufo but i was a fucking kid <laughs> i wasn't a grown ass man <laughs> right 
I wasn't shooting camcorder videos of what is clearly a helicopter or a plane or some other fucking thing and trying to be like, it's a UFO. Oh my God, they're back. And then he shows all these different photos of different UFOs. And the only uh, proof that we have is like these little texts, uh, is these texts that show up on the bottom, like subtitles that are, are supposed to provide context, but they're clearly written by Stan. Right. I saw this out my office window at blah, blah, blah. He's, he's basically <laughs> setting the narrative to where there is no room for you to decide what, you know, any other explanation aside from the one he's providing. And it's completely one-sided in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. And for that reason alone, I, I, I hate this documentary. Well, I don't hate it because I get so much ironic joy out of it. Yeah. Um, I actually love this documentary. It's I'm going the exact opposite <laughs> way, but I love it for for how awful it is. Uh, any documentary that starts feeling one sided to me, uh, it it becomes kind of a useless documentary yeah, at that point. I definitely felt that way about the documentary. Uh, I think it was called The Nightmare, and it was about sleep paralysis, but it was all one sided. There was not one single person from the medical community or the scientific community, or except for like one person who I guess was a doctor who said, Oh, I, we haven't really been able to find any proof, uh, or, or you know, not to say proof, but like we haven't been able to find any explanation for it, but didn't really go into detail. Like 99% of the film is just people who are expressing, uh, and talking about their experiences of sleep paralysis and, and demons and, and shadow people and so on and so forth. Actually, if you thought this was this was an entertaining train wreck, check that out sometime. Okay. Because it's it even has reenactments in it. Oh. And and it's got some absolute genuinely nuts people in front of the camera. Like I understand they might have sleep paralysis, but I think that also might be a side effect of some other sort of psychosis that they have. <laughs> that's not because that's not the main thing they should be focusing on. They should be focusing <laughs> on the schizophrenia that's giving them sleep paralysis. <laughs> Definitely, because you see, if you've ever seen this documentary, like you see these people, and you're like, that they just have issues, yeah. and you're like, you have other things that you need to deal with now that just. Shadow demons. And then it ties into this, too, surprisingly, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Now, one, anyway. one thing I will say, though, like, the only time I don't necessarily mind when a documentary is one-sided is when it is more of an expose on a yeah. known evil yes. corporation or entity there we go. like Scientology. Like, yeah. that is a known, agreed-upon, malevolent Or when they're talking thing. about serial killers. Yeah, like, that's, that's you know, fine. You know, murder documentary. Because, yeah. because it's, it's generally understood by the population that this is a bad thing. So when they go in and they're talking about it, it's like, yeah. But see, this, when you're dealing with UFOlogy or U- UFOlogy or whatever, um, this is very open to interpretation. And... The last thing you want to do as a credible UFO researcher is jump to these rash conclusions that this is definitely this or definitely that. Uh, and that's what this guy does all throughout this documentary and leaves no room and not for just any him, other But opinion. like other other people that he has on the documentary. Which the, you know, rational wiki. The experts. Uh, they they, <laughs> they qu- quite rightly put them as quacks which that's what they are 
I mean, one of the guys writing a book about life forces and shit. So yeah, like he's totally a credible uh, source of legitimacy. They they even had a guy on this documentary who spent like ten minutes at the end just basically saying how sane Stan was and how he definitely wasn't crazy. In fact, he might be more sane than most people. And it's like <laughs> when you're trying, you know, it's like uh, you know who who you try to convince here, man, me or you? Like, because uh, here's the thing: like when you have to go to that length to convince other people that somebody is not crazy uh yeah it's not it doesn't bode well <laughs> it does not for bode their credibility well. or their sanity <laughs> no not at all so so he shows these photos and some of them are clearly obviously doctored and it's just one of those things it's like and he tries to have a variety of different ufos a grab bag, so to speak. Yeah. Like, there's one that's triangular, right. and there's one that's, like, cylindrical, and there's this and that. And then he shows other videos, like, of orbs, and some of them clearly look like somebody's just shining a fucking flashlight, a super-powered laser pointer or something on the trees outside. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you trying to <sighs> fool, that man? That orb thing really annoys me, because it's, like, it's so... Uh, just inconsequential, and there's so many things that it could be. Um, now could be ball lightning. Now, for instance, the the whole um that mysterious light on the train tracks that one unsolved mysteries episode. Yeah, the Marfa lights. Yeah, no, not the Marfa lights. The uh, there was another one. Oh, the red one, the Gordon light. Yeah, go- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's freaky. Because yeah. it's it's been there for like what thirty or forty years, and the, it literally yeah. cannot be explained. And Unsolved yeah. Mysteries did a good job of like, you know, the Marfa lights. They kind of explained it. Really, ball lightning or some didn't they? Well, I no, think? that was no, they didn't explain it. That was one of the that was one of the theories. that was one of the theories, but that wasn't yeah. explained either. But see, these things are consistent. They're there long enough for people to actually go in and analyze them. These orbs that people tend to see from time to time, that doesn't do anything for me because you, the person witnessing it is not a scientist. They don't know about, yeah. a lot of times, you know, sometimes it could be someone who's more in tune with that scientific world, but most of the time they're not. Most of the time they're just, you know, they, they know about, uh, they're already predetermined to believe in UFOs and extraterrestrial stuff you know what the fuck does orbs have to do with ufos like that's normally not something that we associate with unidentified flying objects or aliens it to me it's just associate with ghost phenomena if 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 that's if that's the case yeah like i don't know it's just such an insignificant like uh sighting in 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 the grand ufo scheme that's like um Orbs, orbs to UFOs to me is like a door mysteriously closing in your house and actually witnessing a ghost. It's like you're taking the smallest yeah. thing that, you know, could have been a gust of wind in your house that shut the door, and you're chalking it up to something, yeah. you know, that's a lot bigger than what it is. Yeah. And he likes and he likes to show off his little orbs and and then he shows like marks on the wall as if that's kind of pr- proof that they they phase through a wall it's like you could have made those marks yourself like yeah <laughs> I, i'm not gonna buy that oh oh you put they, they put a mark through the wall take my word for it no <laughs> and here's the thing like i wanted to believe him you know i i'm i'm i i want to believe in the paranormal and in some instances i do i do believe we're not alone in this universe 
I, I think that's impossible. Right. The universe is so vast. But this guy is just said, making, making us look really bad. Yes. He's making us look really bad. But that's the thing. There are people like him that just do this for attention and are just master hoaxers and master baiters. <laughs> And we'll get to that. <laughs> and it's even but, uh, it's even the verbiage here he uses. So I'm looking at I'm just kind of looking at sc- like screens, uh, screenshots from this uh-huh. film or whatever. I'm just like kind of hitting play and scanning through it as we talk. He's got this picture of uh, that he took from uh, sitting inside an airplane, and he takes a picture outside, and then he writes at the bottom of the screen, "UFO stalks us as we fly to attend yeah. the UFO Congress yeah. convention in Laughlin, Nevada." And here's the thing, like, he sets this whole thing up as if th- these UFOs are just constantly surrounding this guy. They're hounding him. These aliens won't leave him alone. I'm like, if of all the people on Earth, <laughs> the aliens are obsessed with and are attracted to f- fucking nobody Stan Romanek. It's going to be, <laughs> like, wouldn't you think? It'd be soccer dad of the year, Stan Romanek. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that they would be, I don't know, attracted to world leaders? They'd be more interested in scientists. They'd be more interested in, in other people. Not this fucking right guy. Like. Tommy Wiseau. That would be a more interesting <laughs> person. I mean, it's just it's just so narcissistic. And so once this it, narrative's created, he's showing you, he then shows you like all these marks all over his body. Yes. But. We've already established that it could only be UFOs because UFOs definitely exist. And so now these marks that he could have literally gotten anywhere. Or he just did himself. From anything or could have done himself. Like I'm looking at one right now that looks like it's in the shape of like maybe a cross. It's got four or... or kind of like a crop circle kind of thing. It's five dots and it creates like a cross. And it looks like uh, like burns. Like if you took a light, yeah. uh, like a cigarette lighter and you got it hot enough and then just poked it on your skin in, in strategic yeah. ways that it's exactly what it looks like and then he tra- and for proof that they're extraterrestrial he takes photos of the black light and they glow in the dark oh yeah like oh my like God. you couldn't you couldn't have just aliens like you couldn't have just <laughs> literally taken a yellow highlighter colored in the scabs and put it i mean dude we used to do that all the time not coloring our scabs but we take like yellow hi- yellow and pink highlighters and if you write on your skin and go under a black light, it glows like a motherfucker. And yeah. highlighters are really easy. There's there's other paints that you can use, too. Oh, yeah, paints. There's all kinds that, of stuff you can you don't. You, he could have just put that photo into Photoshop and used an effect right, and made a that filter, glow. Right, yeah. It, but there's no independent kind of corroboration or Well, there's research. a doctor, but you don't see the doctor. There's no footage of the doctor. He only talks he of record, the doctor. He, no, he, there is a doctor on the line. Like He, he, rec- he shows uh, some more evidence because he talks about how his knee brace disappeared oh, right. one night or whatever and showed up burned. And he goes to the doctor and he's got those marks on his leg again. And the doctor... And this is an rec- audio recording, but there's no footage. There's nothing corroborating the, the source. There's nothing proving that this doctor is even real. Could have just been some guy he knew that he paid like 50 bucks to play doctor for an audio tape. And so he talks to this doctor about his knee and what the doctor's advice is and so on and so forth. And what his explanation is for the marks 
and that's supposed to be the credibility. This mysterious doctor, we don't know what his name is. It just says Stan's doctor or something. <laughs> These interstitials are so funny. It, it's it's a it's you know it's a black screen with like the white t- you know text you know between yes. scenes. And, you know, if this was like a real documentary, there's a certain kind of uh, properness that you're supposed to kind of deliver lines Mm -hmm. in to, like, make it seem like it's a credible and professionally done production. This one just says, uh, uh, October 7th, 2003, woke up outside again, doors locked, and I had a bloody nose, and I was pissing blood, dot, dot, dot. I know. Like, (laughs) pissing blood, it's like... (laughs) Could have at least put urinating blood. I don't know. Like, that's so unprofessional. Well, there's even some misspellings in some of these. Like, someone screenshotted one of the, one of the, uh, the text crawls, and there's a misspelling here. It says O nine O one O one, coming back from PA. Uh, first off, okay, O one O one, okay, two thousand one. All right, coming back from PA, big disc UFO follows. With an F.A. instead of an F.O. Through two and a half states, Ohio, Illinois, West on 180. I think that that quote-unquote producer, this John guy, is actually Stan Ramonic under an alias. I think he just did everything himself. And No, I, I actually saw the picture of the guy. Oh, he does exist. He's a real that's person. Am- that's, that's the most incredible mystery of this whole movie is how <laughs> yeah. anyone else would sign up to be a part of this shit. Money. I guess they sure didn't wound up on Netflix. None none of that money went into the production of this fucking film. So going back to the knee brace. So he shows evidence of what happened to his knee brace knee brace. Oh, it disappeared. And then it showed up in his backyard later and it was all burned up. And in order to show that it's, it's the knee brace he's talking about, he takes a fucking flag and sticks it into the sand next to the burnt knee brace and I'm like, why would anybody do that? Like, what is the point of me? Why, why would you do that? Unless you're trying to point out that, oh, yep, that's the knee brace. In case you didn't didn't get the thing that. about the the knee brace, and then it could it could easily just been a fucking something else he burned. It might not even be a knee brace. It just looks like a bunch of fucking burnt cinders. There's some bricks. Well. The thing about the knee brace and the leg, that was supposed to be, like, the big moment in the movie. Like, that, it, he he says that, like, nothing has topped, as far as his alien experiences go, nothing has topped that incident. So, he, he was painting the eve of his roof or something, and he, I guess, fell or something, tore his ACL... And yeah. they're like, oh, you're going to need surgery, your, your knee's never going to be the same, blah, blah, blah. Apparently in the n- middle of the night or whatever, an alien healed him uh, from, and as we know from Unsolved Mysteries, that, that does happen sometimes. Min- little <laughs> miniature UFOs will fly through your window and heal you. But the, the, an, an alien or UFO healed him. He woke up, you know, his wife is like, honey, come look outside. It's crazy. And he's like, what? And he's like walking over there. What? I don't see anything. And then she's like, I guess it was supposed to be like a trickery thing because she's like, no, look look at your knee. And she, he looks down, he's like, oh my God, I'm walking. Like, what the hell? Where'd my knee brace go? And he's, you know, 
talking about how, yeah, my leg was a little stiff, but besides that, I was perfectly fine, and I had to explain to the doctor how I didn't need surgery, and they're like, look, I know you're reluctant to have surgery, but you will never walk again, and he's like, no. I- this is the this is the doctor he's talking about, that it's not credible in any way, because there's no proof that it's yeah. actually a doctor he's talking about. Yeah, so to. then he finally finds the knee brace, and it's like melted to the side of yeah. something, and it, yeah, it's, it's just, again, it's something you could have easily done yourself, and it's just, yeah. you know... His injury probably wasn't even that serious. I mean, yeah, no, not if... I think he probably hurt himself, but not to the point where it was like, oh, I have to have surgery, I'll never be able to walk again. Right, there's no documentation. I mean, dude, it's like, I could... I could make a video tomorrow where I go out and buy a cast from a medical su- supply shop or one of those, you know, arm wrist things, and I could say, oh, yeah, my wrist is is carpal tunnel, and I'll never type on the computer again or masturbate. And then, you know, I could literally uh, then uh, t- go outside and burn it and then make a video going, oh, my God, there's an alien that healed me last night. And now I'm fine. There's no way anybody can, <laughs> you know, prove it or disprove it. But it's, yeah. you know, it's it's there was no evidence, no proof. It's shown. obvious bullshit. Yeah, it's obvious bullshit. Um, and speaking of obvious bullshit, uh, he then goes on a tangent at one point where he's talking about how he had some ghost investigators who came to his house. And this is before the orb bit. And then he starts showing photos of shadow ghosts holding the remote and like other things. Oh god, the shadow thing. And I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with UFOs and aliens? I didn't know that aliens were also fucking shadow demons or sleep paralysis or fucking fucking ghosts. Well, are aliens also ghosts? Do or do aliens? consort with ghosts what the fuck does well, this have and, to do and with the sh- anything the shadow images look like you could literally go on photoshop and there's that burn tool where it basically yeah. just dark it it organically kind of darkens sections of the picture to where it doesn't look like you just took a black marker and wrote on it it just it kind of fade yeah. it kind of fades the the spot that you click on into like a shadow looking thing I'm just trying to break it down for the layman out there who may not use Photoshop all the time. And you could just literally take that burn tool and form, if you work the tool correctly, you could easily make that. And he's got several images with these quote-unquote shadow people, and it's just yet another thing in this film that is easily manipulated uh, or easily hoaxed. Yeah, exactly. And... uh so the bullshit just keeps piling up as this documentary goes on. Now he starts trying to show video evidence. <laughs> and he talks about how a one late one night they beamed the side of my house and he shows evidence on tape. Oh, this was this was like one of the like even if this was quote unquote true, I still wouldn't show people just because of how yeah. fake it looks. Yeah, Even exactly. if it did happen, I'd be like, know. Uh, you know, damn, I know this is real and all, but this literally just looks like someone took a really high-powered flashlight and just waved yeah. it around. They bought a fu- He bought a fucking spotlight at the hardware store and shown it around his house just you know like like he was on the roof because it's coming pattern. it's coming from the yeah. sky ostensibly but it looks like he's just standing on the roof aiming the spotlight down and just kind of slowly kind of waving yeah. it around it is the fakest <laughs> looking bullshit 
It is. And he's saying that this is uh, a mysterious craft did this. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's showing his side camera because a camera on the side of his house is capturing this footage, yeah. which makes it e- a lot easier to hoax because, you know, the the, yeah. the quality isn't going to be as good. And then he's saying that the the video all of a sudden goes blank or it go it goes staticky staticky and then it goes blank on the side camera on his house. Yeah, he's talking about how the camera got taken out by the light. Yeah. And then the very next day, this mysterious siding crew called Bob Siding is replacing the <laughs> siding on his house. And he's like, hey, what the hell? And he's like, uh, yeah, your landlord wanted the siding replaced. And, you know, these men were mysterious. And, you know, he filmed them and he, he got them to say what the date was. And he was trying to engage them, but they weren't really wanting to talk to him. Yeah. And then he even asked, you know, he wanted to keep a piece of the siding to his house. And they're like, no, absolutely not. We have to to keep this to prove to the landlord that we did the job and yeah so they replaced be- it with brand new siding and uh-huh so- and, and the siding thing is, is mysterious because the siding was burned and it was singed and and he was talking about how he had you know this piece of siding that he took uh was all burnt up and he took it to somebody and they tested it and found that it was damaged at the molecular level and I'm like well, who who tested this I mean if can I if hear you, from that person burn something can I hear from the person that tested it <laughs> if you burn something it's going to get damaged at a molecular level molecules I know. molecules will get i know <laughs> it's, it's, I, it, it, they throw out these phrases to try to like you know make it see oh wow he's saying words like damaged at a molecular level that that must be more alieny than than when it's damaged at a dna level like uh the plants were in the and some in the crops yeah uh, like it literally the rearranged their 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 dna composition yeah. To where they, then you're like, okay, yeah. all right. But this isn't an inanimate object, so it doesn't have any DNA. So, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, then he he talks to his landlord after the siding incident, and the landlord had no idea what he was talking about. Never hired a company to replace siding. Up, he looks up Bob siding, and they never existed. They're not to be found. Ah! <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Oh, in this case, the government. Yeah. Uh, um, but he shows... T- there is actually a still on this side I'm looking at of this sighting that's supposedly damaged. It doesn't look burnt at all. No, no. Like the guy says, it just looks like somebody pressure washed it. Yeah. With a really strong hose. Just sprayed some water around and, you know, knocked some of the dirt and dust off in a in a fucking circle or something like it's just <laughs> i mean really like and you're like okay all right this guy is clearly full of shit like it, it there's no way it's gonna go even further than this right you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> just want to remind everyone who might be a fan of my band dancing with ghosts that we have new shirts for sale it's like a brady bunch theme but with all the characters from our music videos if that's not a shirt you can wear to your cousin's bat mitzvah, I don't know what is. The link to purchase the new shirt is in the description of this podcast. So, you have this whole thing with the fucking sighting uh, and whatever. And then he starts talking about... Well, actually, let's go to the, let's go to the Boo video. We'll, we'll get to the alien kids uh, later. Oh, God. But uh, he, this is the... The video that got him famous, so to speak. He uploaded it on YouTube. I think it got a bunch of hits. 
He eventually he, got uh, on Larry King Live. Yeah, he was on Larry King Live. He was on Coast to Coast AM. <clears throat> yeah, he, and fit, this is he the, fits right in with that that group of yeah. loonies. The Coast to Coast so group. He, he, he posts this alien video. And, you know, once again, it's it was it, it, it's sort of night vision. Uh, but I think it's just shot at night. And he does the whole thing where he talks to the camera, which is suspicious in the first place. Where he's saying things like, oh, I'm going to go to bed or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to leave the camera up, you know. Try to catch the peekaboo alien or whatever. And then this grainy, almost, is it black and white? No, it's like, so it's, this, it's like, a, like almost like pseudo night vision, like that yeah. greenish kind of night vision-y kind of thing. So this grainy video, it's uh, the camera's positioned in front of this door. And there's a really long pause, which is just clearly evident of him trying to set up a jump scare. Like, I was, I was half expecting to hear spooky music. Yeah, like some musical stab, like, yeah, uh, yeah. So, and then you see this alien head pop up in the window, like uh, in the window, like, and this is like a door. It's a, is it a door or is it a window? It's a window. It's a win- I think it's a window. Do, you, do, you, do so doors the- normally are doors normally transparent, Mike? I don't know where you. Some of them are. Some of them are. No, it was a window. The camera is pointing at a window. I don't know okay. where this door well, there- thing's coming from. <laughs> there are transparent doors. Anyway, your mom's transparent. <laughs> How do you like that? She's uh, very honest and doesn't really hide a lot of things. Yeah, God, I'm really bad <laughs> at insulting people's moms. So anyway, um, yeah, so, so this he, alien head slowly pops up. Now, what I will say about it is that, yes, this can easily be faked. And I was watching the video. I was watching this schlockumentary with my friend. And then when this, you know, when they get to this part and they show the clip and the, the alien, the gray, because it's a, a, a gray with the big eyes. Uh-huh. And when it when the gray's head pops up in the window, I just bust out laughing because at this point I'm like, OK, I was willing to give this guy the benefit of the doubt on all this crazy shit until this moment. If you're going to show a gray or a, an alien, man, you better put you better spare no expense on the budget to create that thing because that is your whole credibility right there. Yeah. Because every, because if that's fake, which it clearly looks like it very well could be, it's just a fucking foam alien head. Well, it does blink and it does move its mouth a little bit, but so here's the thing. Like you can, you can, oh, okay. Maybe it's not a foam alien head, but it's a puppet. Like you can buy alien head puppets right. and animatronics and whatever, and you could have them blink or move their mouth or whatever, or you could have done that digitally. So it could have just been a fucking foam head that he just digitally made blink a couple it's, times. It's you know, and, and the mouth moves. People's imaginations are a lot more vast than our ability to like find a reason or a explanation. A lot of times, because some of these hoaxes are just so, like for instance, when the crop circles uh, first started yeah. coming out as hoaxes, I would have never been able to tell you in my wildest dreams how you could have manually made a crop circle. The whole, and the the answer was so simple. The whole like yeah. tying some, uh, you know, string around a, a two by uh-huh. four and then stomping down the crop, you know, the yeah. crops or whatever. I would have never thought of that. 
So it's like, even though I can't explain exactly. Or the Gulf Breeze UFO. Yeah, where they used like photo manipulation and, you know. Uh, and special effects. Special effect, almost like old school Hollywood level special yeah. effects to make the UFO, you know, look the way it did. So whenever I see stuff like this, it's like people like are. the Guardian tape. Yeah, people are very <laughs> crafty, you know, like it's not always. Uh, I, I might not always be able to explain it, but I know when my gut is telling me that it's bullshit, and I know if it were real, the government would not allow us to see it. <laughs> they would have knocked his door down already. Oh, but they did apparently do something later to him that yeah. shut him up yeah. that we will reveal yeah, exactly. at the end. So, um... <laughs> you have a foam alien head. I do. Like, you could probably just recreate this video. <laughs> no, I could. I could easily. I could easily do it. For, like, no money... And I could easily recreate the guy's awful acting, too, because that's another thing that well, we... Ha- well, that's a little bit later. That's this other alien video. Yeah. So, oh, the, uh, uh, one more the, thing about the um, the boo video of the gray uh, in the window. Uh, uh-huh. Someone pointed out, I forget what, I was reading somewhere online, this is the only scene where uh, the, the camera is on a tripod, uh, surprisingly yeah. enough. So yeah. it's almost like, you know... It was totally a production. It was on a tripod. Yeah. It, it, it was on a tripod. It, that scene was ready to be shot. It, yeah. it, 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 there was no accident there. There was no... That no. was not found well, footage. Well, he did the whole thing in the beginning where he's like, I'm going to go do something. I'm going to try to catch this alien or whatever by you know it would have really helped him out if it if it had been shaky cam because then it would have been yeah. easier to fake you know it wouldn't have had to have been yeah. a more the most realistic looking thing in the world so how fucking tall is that alien <laughs> is it the pretty dang damn short gray if that's the case well i mean that's that's a pretty common uh yeah i know thing about you know grays is but it's just the way that the head moves looks clearly like a fucking head on a stick it, it, or somebody holding a fucking foam head or something and just like slowly moving it up he he, he the alien then, like sl- and then down the alien slid his head into the wi- like up into the window like a peeping tom or something like yeah what's in here yeah oh he caught me and then he's like you know his head <laughs> fucking jumps down back down under the window again real quick it i can't fucking talk today i feel like a fucking idiot Hung, hung over, folks. We're not hung- Stop being a perv, E.T. <laughs> yeah. Leave us alone. Thank you for gracious, graciously Go home. skimming over my uh, hungover home, dumb ET. brain. Anyway. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, there, uh, there was a uh, society uh, called the Rocky Mountain Paranormal Society. They proved that this video could have been easily faked for about $90. Yeah. So anyway, he does more videos though with more grays, and uh, this one he calls Grandpa Gray <laughs> for whatever reason. This one is is better in terms of the the uh, how the alien puppet looks. Like he he spent a little bit more money here on the alien puppet, but it's clearly still fake. But he still spent more money on it. And here's how you know, like, it's it, it's fake. Not only do you have a fake alien in the video, but, oh my god, Stan's acting in this is just horrible. <laughs> it is it is Tommy Wiseau levels of bad. It is so awful and completely inauthentic. Oh yeah, like, 
Jesus Christ. He see so he sees this alien, quote unquote. I'm looking at the 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 clip right now. He sees the alien in his kitchen. And it peeks it, it's around the corner. Yeah. And let's watch I'm trying to watch as it <laughs> And then yeah, and then it slowly draws itself, you know, out of his sliding glass door. And then he proceeds to just, I might have to like insert the clip, honestly, because his acting is just so bad. He's <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh. Sounds like someone's like fondling his nipples or something off camera. Like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh, like it, it's so bad. Like, I have no clue what the heck's going on, but oh well. Oh my God. Is that? Holy shit. Oh my god, what's it doing? Holy shit. Oh man. Where the fuck did it go? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Holy shit. anymore where to go I can't believe that I can't believe what I just freaking saw oh my god oh my god that's amazing oh my god what? but you know he needed a, he needed a, a follow-up he needed a uh, yeah to, to his uh, you know alien in the window video he needed uh, to do something bigger and better and he needed to answer his critics you know all the critics who said oh you can't see its body blah blah he's like oh okay motherfuckers you know you you uh, you didn't believe that one well here I'll make a, an alien dummy where you can see its body you know and yeah I mean ah, it's just uh, it's 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 ridiculous like I said. Even if you had a video of a gray, I would almost be reluctant to show anyone because no one would believe it. You need something. I don't know. You need something more. You need to like capture one. I don't know. It's just funny how these people are never able to capture it or never able to get it in good lighting. It's it's uh-huh. always this, you know, grainy, dark, you know, kind of thing. It's just I don't know. He just he shot his credibility even more in the head with this video. With his just uh, his laughable attempts at acting and natural uh, reacting, you know, it wasn't a natural reaction whatsoever. Like, first off, who who behaves or acts like that when they see an alien in the first place? Right. You would be you would expect the reaction if you saw a fucking alien outside of your kitchen in a sliding glass doors. Like- I'd just be like, "Holy fucking shit!" I'd either be frozen with fear. I wouldn't be able to say yeah. anything. Because you don't know what it's going to do. You don't know how it's going to yeah. react to you saying anything. It might, like, I don't know, spring through the glass and attach itself to your face or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'd probably be frozen with fear and not I be able to say like, anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my nipples. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that, that was such a uh, believable <laughs> video, wasn't it? So, the insanity and the absurdity continues, where now he's showing audio 
audio recordings of some fucking... He calls it, like, someone with a British accent who left these mysterious messages on his phone. And they're all talking about how, uh, don't be alarmed, we're not here to hurt you, we're we're trying to help you, and they keep calling him (laughs) Starseed. What's up with these, uh, these, uh, I can't say it because it'll spoil, uh, the, the ending, but, uh, what's up with these, uh, certain guys who, uh, like to call themselves Starfire or Stars, they like, they <laughs> like to give themselves these cool names. Like, Strider Starfire. Yeah, like, they were never cool enough to be these things in their normal life, so in my fantasy life, I'm gonna be Strider Starfire or I'm Starseed, like, it's so corny. <laughs> Starseed isn't even... That's basically just Starcom. So you want to be known as Starcom. Okay, alright. Starjizz. Alright, Starjizz. <laughs> anyway. Starjizz over here. Uh, Stan. Stan, the man. Uh, <laughs> he shares these audio recordings of the proof of, of the fact that he has alien kids. Even has a name for one of the kids, and the thing is, this just this just destroys his credibility even further because you could tell it's a fucking text to voice reader. It's specifically a text to voice reader called Audrey. It's the exact same one. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. You can mess around with it if you want, folks. <laughs> you can get the same sort of uh, quality and the same sort of content from it. I mean, really, it's one thing to be like, I saw UFOs. I saw an alien. Okay, that that's 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 crossing a line. Where And you got footage of the alien. All right, you're crossing uh, a very uh, clear line here. And then you're like, I have alien babies. Now you're just, you're so far past the line at this point. You can't even he see. Just, he was going in uh, just full bore uh, 110% on this. This was his yeah. his shot, you know. I think he tasted a little fame from that a- the alien head video, and uh, he just was like, all right, I'm going to make my life into a... And, of course, he also made books. Oh, Which, God. you know, of course, that... Yeah, so the strange voice lady is like, Hello, Stan and Lisa. My intention is not to scare or alarm you, but to warn you. It is great that you are back in Colorado, but Colorado Springs was not a good idea. It seems you may have moved into their backyard. Now it is easy for them to get to you. I know how stubborn you are, Starseed. <laughs> but please heed this warning and know that Lisa and the children are at risk also. Now listen, Starseed. You know you are different. Follow your instincts and stay alert. This is too important, and soon it will be all, all be revealed. And Starseed, do not be afraid of what you are. Doesn't doesn't this documentary show a photo of like some woman sitting in a chair that's like supposed to be like one of his children or whatever? Yeah, it was that some has, like, conference or convention. Yeah. The chick who was supposedly one of his uh, 
alien uh, human hybrid children. And again, photo could have easily been manipulated. It looked like a chick with like a really big suborbital ridge and uh, yeah. kind of big-ish eyes. But, you know, for the most part, could have been a Scandinavian chick for all I know. I don't know. They look <laughs> look at fucking Bjork. She looks like an alien, but she's, yeah. you know, human as far as I know. In fact, actually, now I think of it, no, I don't think she is human. I think Bjork so, probably is an alien. He shows some other uh, photo evidence in this documentary that's also equally as ridiculous and laughable. So he shows uh, photos of aliens, and they're so obviously just fucking photoshopped into these random photos that he's taken. But they, it, some of them even look like he just used MS Paint or something and drew aliens. Like at this point, like he's not even trying that hard. Like you look at these photos, and like a blind person would know that they're fake. They're that bad. I want to get back to this dude's awful acting. Um, so he so he finally gets a chance to talk to this strange British lady. And so it's got his yeah. phone conversation here. And she goes, it's nice to talk to you, Starseed. And then his response is, ah, who is this? Who I am is not important. But let's just say it's someone with your interests in mind. My interests in mind? Huh? If you had my interest in mind, why don't you give me money? Money. Money can be traced. You're smart. You will be fine. Just stop being so stubborn. Stubborn? Who is this? They're tracking us. I have to go. Good luck, Starseed. Who is this? Like, literally, like... If someone's if some random British chick is like on the other line saying don't be so stubborn, like why would you just why would your reaction to that be stubborn? Like why whatever <laughs> do you it's it's just it reads like a bad B movie script. It doesn't read like a oh, yeah. normal person. But this is reaction. the guy who says you'll have a freaking canary. So yeah, that's true. Very very true. But uh, yeah, that acting that acting was pretty awful. And the whole thing, like, oh, it's credible because it was on your answering machine? Like, fuck, it's it's an audio recording. You could just fucking fake it, put it on a tape or digital whatever, and put it on your answering machine. Or you can record footage of you pressing play on your answering machine, and there's nothing on it, and you just, like, overlay this audio into the video. Like, for fuck's sake, it's not... It's not a hard thing to do. Or there is a message on that, but it's not that message. But it's just like, the lengths this guy goes to. It's almost like, you think it's just an elaborate troll, right? You just think this guy is just trolling the UFO community, he's just trolling everybody, and laughing his way to the bank. But that's not the case. This guy legitimately is so deluded and so full of himself, he thinks that this is all real. And I'm wondering... If it has something to do with a mental illness of some sort, I, I said in some ways, actually a lot of ways, he's like the Cindy James of UFO hoaxers because mm. he's going to these absurd and extreme lengths to create this conspiracy and this uh, story where he's the center yeah. of it all. Exactly. I, I mean, it, it continues even further with stuff like, oh, my speakers, they've just been making this weird noise all day. 
Yeah. And the, and they're off. They show the speaker and it's like making this like high pitched noise. Again, who's to say that there wasn't a speaker off the screen next? I mean, it's just like, come on. Yeah. Man. It's just. And then he has audio recordings of him with his wife and what his grandmother or someone that someone in his family, some friend He's talking of to someone. Then this noise happens over the phone and he, it's like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and apparently he passes out because the, I guess it's, it's the alien somehow. And it's just, and the amount of times I have to see this guy's dumb face in pictures with a bloody nose, I swear to God, I'm like, and he's always making just his stupid looking face and his stupid looking bland expression in all these pictures with his bloody nose, already knowing that he's a bullshit artist. I'm like, good, glad. I hope that was a real bloody nose. But knowing you, it probably wasn't. You probably faked that somehow. But, you know, that's always a thing that happens apparently in connection with his mm -hmm. uh, experiences. He gets a bloody nose somehow and they always have to take a picture of it and you have to see his dumb face. And it gets hurt. Um, But then uh, one more, uh, I want to mention one more uh, instance of hoaxing. He shows us some photos. He shows (laughs) this photo in particular. So you have the alien photos that are clearly (laughs) fake, like Anyone with any knowledge of Photoshop, anyone with any knowledge of uh, manipulating photos could tell that they're fake. But then he shows us one photo that supposedly supposed to be related to, to his da- alien daughters or whatever, or this British chick, this, uh, you know, Audrey, who's been following him around. And it's this fucking photo in, like, his backyard or something. And there's, like, this super close-up superimposed image of like a little girl's like face like in between the railing in between yeah in between the railing or something yeah it's it's like uh you know it's like those pictures it's two-dimensional it's clearly fake it's like those pictures where like it'll have a couple in the foreground and they're smiling and then the camera zooms in and in the background there's this mysterious creepy face or weird thing you know it's kind of like one of those things but this doesn't even have that same amount of effort into no. it like it's there's no effort to hide the fact that this is not real why would you show that why would you share that I don't get why would you put that in this documentary? It does nothing to solidify or help your case. It does everything to discredit it and make you look like a fucking nut job. Yeah, like I'm looking at the picture right now and it's of his cat on his on his you know back patio. Yeah. First of all, the lighting isn't right on the girl's face. It, no. The lighting is, it, it's clearly, her face, overall, it, there's a completely different light source lighting her face than if she was actually in this backyard. Because the sun's shining, and, you know, it's clearly daytime, but then it sh- you see her face, and it looks like her face is being lit by artificial light, and she's inside somewhere. So yeah. clearly this picture has been... You know, photoshopped into this image, uh, they they did a little bit extra with the, I guess, validity factor by um, having her hair extend uh, past one of the rails. Uh, so the so the rails almost like cutting her face 
um, or her hair off, and then her hair can. But you could do that too. Yeah, you could easily do that in Photoshop. But you know, he he's he threw that extra touch in there to add that extra sense to make it look like. She- I'm surprised he didn't emboss that fucking. Dude, photo. he loved that emboss filter. Oh my god! In this in this movie, anytime there's anything, uh, any any Ugh. like footprint in the sand or anything, <laughs> he does like three filters. One is like. Uh, like an x-ray to, or or not an x-ray but like you know just one of those filters you can do on photoshop and then the other is that emboss filter where it makes it look like uh it's like a relief of something and i don't know oh full it doesn't prove okay. anything so it, it, it doesn't here's so okay here's the the filters he uses he does one called exposure where basically he just makes the image brighter which doesn't do anything to make it look more realistic. Then he does one filter called full saturation, where all he does is he takes the color saturation and just slides it all the way up, which does nothing at all. (laughs) And then he does color emboss, which is what I was just talking about. Yeah. Which again just makes it look like uh, it's a like a coin or something. Like it's it's a relief of an image. None of these do anything to prove that they're legitimate. Uh, no, it's not. Sci- these are not like- scientific. These are literally filters <laughs> on Photoshop or f- fucking with the color settings in Photoshop. It's nothing. There's no scientific validity to it. It doesn't make the pitch. I mean, I think to the average dumbass, they might look at the emboss thing and be like, <laughs> "Oh, well, her face is sticking out in the picture like everything else. That means she must have been in the image." No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that at all. Like. And propagating this kind of bullshit to the wrong people uh, is dangerous because then they're going to go around saying, oh, no, aliens definitely do exist. I saw this documentary and, uh, you know, their sources are just going to be completely fucked. And, you know, when they when when they get called out on it, they're just going to look like dumbasses and it's going to make people who really do good work in alien research look even worse than, you know, they already do in the public eye. Yeah. Uh, so after this first, uh, chunk of the documentary, which is easily the most entertaining part of the documentary, although there were instances with his interviews that, that were a little bit entertaining in terms of how cringy they were, but, oh, I forgot to mention his math genius. Oh God. Because that's a part that was, uh, featured in the, in this first part. That part part. bored me so much. I didn't, I wasn't even going to bring it up because I just thought it was so uninteresting. So he starts having dreams about equations that he later writes down, which is apparently another claim that he's making contact with aliens. But they're a bunch of just fucking random uh, equations and shit that he's looking just made up. And apparently, one such one of these equations is called the Drake Equation. It estimates how many intelligent and extraterrestrial beings could exist in the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, at this point in time, it is impossible to check the validity of the equation, namely because the values of the pro- are the product of conjecture, Especially since the last four parameters are unknown and very hard to estimate. Um, by the way, thank you, Trouble City, uh, Nick, Nick Perron, for uh, this uh, this research here. So uh, he then shows a photo that says, uh, although Stan's version multiplies the probability by one hundred, and then uh, he puts it. He puts a funny caption where he's like, well, "Yeah, well, my version multiplies the probability by infinity billion." Adding x100 doesn't really change the equation, considering the fact, as I said, some of the parameters are unknown. 
This also means fuck all, since he provides no numerical values for R, F, P, N, E, etc. If you were getting this information from an alien source that is supposedly light years ahead of us, I think they would have figured out the math by now. And the Drake Equation apparently has existed since 1961. Uh, for someone who is into UFOs, it seems outlandish to suggest he doesn't know what the Drake Equation is. But according to his interviews, he wasn't into UFOs. He didn't know, he wasn't really into them at all until he was uh, abducted and anal probed. <laughs> brain probed, too, apparently. And brain probed. Uh, so, uh, he also mentions uh, that he wrote in the Syriac uh, Aramic uh, alphabet. Uh, it's a precursor to the uh, Arabic. Um, Arabic is that, I think it's our Arabic alphabet. Good lord, Mike. But <laughs> Arabic? I I think I think my my uh I think my fucking uh brain got probed there. Um but anyway, apparently it looks nothing like that whatsoever. So it's just a bunch of bullshit once again. Not surprising. So anyway, uh in this lat- latter half of the documentary, which is actually most of the documentary Right? Is this sit down? That's, that's another thing about this documentary that is just so just backwards and awful. He like blows his whole load of quote unquote evidence in the first 30 minutes. So the first 30 minutes, all you get are these montages of bad video clips, you know, fake, you know, photoshopped video, uh, pictures, audio, audio whatever. And then for the for the remaining hour and 15 minutes, it's literally doofus being properly, you know, on a proper interview set or whatever, talking about these clips. It's got pictures of his wife. They get into the whole, um, you know, him being abducted and um, being made to. And of course, it gives you a, a biography of him. Right. You know, lets you know about his childhood. Yeah, I was kind of in the middle and- of saying something there, Mike. Yeah, but you know sorry. he's on the he's on the craft and he's being made to procreate with this woman, and then he meets the woman in person at, at an Earth conference, and <laughs> they they start you know getting in communication with each other, and his wife's like being gaslighted this whole time and being made to feel like she's in the wrong for you know how close they're getting and it's like oh we have a special connection you know we both had this shared experience of being abducted and made to be together and you wouldn't understand and you know (laughs) the wife's like you know getting pretty jealous and you know i feel so bad for her because she's like you know, I I was I was wrong for how I reacted, but it was just really hard for me at times and blah 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 and it's like, "Oh, lady, come on. You are just you poor thing. Like this this man is just having his way with you. He's manipulating." Yeah. Him. And that's a big part of the movie is um Yeah. You know, apparently he was abducted and he was made to 
have intercourse with this woman and because apparently the aliens were just super obsessed with human procreation and you know how it worked and all that and then while on the craft he meets these children but one little girl in particular walks up to him and looks just like him but with big alien shaped almond eyes and and hugs his legs and he starts Ugh. crying and it's so cringy Ugh. even hearing him talk about it uh, yeah. um, and then they also show uh, a, a bunch of clips of him undergoing um, hypnosis and yeah. uh, it, it, isn't this where he mentions like he gets abducted yeah. right and then he shows up in a field wearing women's clothing but these hypnosis sessions are 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 set up in order for him to deep dive into his memories yeah. and uh, yeah. comically he often ignores the questions that the hypnotist asked and instead blurts out his pre pre prepared story that he felt like telling that day. Yep. You know, again, setting the narrative, driving the narrative, you know, to mm-hmm. his big movie uh, that his life is becoming, you know, that yeah. he wants his life to be. So going back to the whole uh, abducted thing. So he's talking about one of these nights he was abducted and he woke up in a field uh, in his backyard or something and he was wearing women's clothing. Apparently it's from this woman that he was dating or whatever on the spaceship or 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 it was something that some other woman who was abducted and then the aliens just fucked up and I guess they didn't know what kind of clothes uh, he was wearing. You know, they're supposed to be really intelligent, smart aliens and they can't remember what clothes he was wearing. I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. So they puts him in a in, in a, a dress or whatever. And then he tried then he's trying to make the claim that it was the dress it was a dress worn by Betty Hill. This is how cracked this guy is in the head. He's trying to make claims now that the dress that he that was put on him was the one that Betty Hill wore when she was abducted, what, 30, 40, like in the 50s. Uh-huh. And then he's talking about like uh, people are like, okay, let's do DNA evidence. Well, I don't think there's enough there. Or I don't think we could do it. Yeah, of course, because it would just fucking debunk your whole claim that you were abducted by aliens and they somehow had Betty Hill's clothes, her fucking dress, and put you in it and left you in your backyard. Like, God, this guy gives me a headache. <laughs> So anyway, um, this this uh, part where he's interviewed, he talks about his childhood, and he says something about he was a youth in the middle of the rising violence between the Crips and the Bloods. He talks about how he was, what, bullied because he was around, uh, uh, he was in a black community, and he was bullied by uh, African Americans because he was white, which is pretty questionable. <laughs> and uh, a little... I don't. I don't. Is is racist the right word, or is it just ignorant? Um, I don't. I, uh, I think ignorant. Honestly, he he yeah. just he just seems like a a dumbass who you know would would make a statement like that. Yeah. So he says that this was during a period of time that his father, who was in the military, was stationed in Los Angeles. At the time of this writing, Stan is 54 years old, and this is a writing from 2017. So he's probably 57 now, uh, or 56. 
So while he was a teenager during the 70s when the rivalry between these two gangs began, I don't think the military had their men live in Compton. Exactly. <laughs> and he also talks... So even that story is He bullshit. also talks about, uh, you know, at one point he was, he was riding his bike... Oh and, God! And, this uh, this story. he was confronted by a van full of four quote obviously paramilitary end quote men who intend to intimidate him into silence. A fight breaks out, and Stan describes his sweet fighting moves, including how he used a bicycle chain as a weapon that allowed him to easily dispatch his attackers before they fled. Yeah, he actually says in this interview that he was doing karate moves. <laughs> Which is what you would, which like, is what you would expect from I mean, you know, why not? He's a messiah, he's different than everyone, he's smarter than everyone, so of course he's gonna know karate. No, but that wasn't him that was doing it. It was the military guy. Oh, yeah. So right. he was saying that the military guy was doing karate. Well you moves know what in my mind he knows karate. Because he was really mad at it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, the military guys are going to do fucking kung fu karate moves. So, yeah, that's really that's really part of their training. And paramilitary is doing the best kung fu karate moves they can, and also having the sound effects too. You know, the stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, fellow ufologists reflect on an occasion, and this was this is a good one, when they were attending a social event in Stan's home. When he spotted a young girl in a jumpsuit standing at the end of his driveway in the rain, he snapped a picture on a mobile device and showed it to all in attendance who assure the viewer that the photo is amazing and super duper convincing. But just as he was about to move the photo to his computer, aliens deleted it from his device, robbing the world (laughs) of his most convincing evidence yet. Yeah, and speaking of uh, aliens deleting things uh, from his device, or at least uh, government people, uh, there's another story he he talks about how, oh, they were trying to pressure him again, the, the government, and then he came home from work one day, and all of his files on his computer were deleted, and his username was changed, you can't hide. And also the screensaver said, you can't hide. Why would they be that fucking specific? Like, really? Right. <laughs> that sounds, it sounds so made up. Like, if the mili- if the government was involved and wanted to take your ass out, or they wanted to intimidate you, they're not going to leave that kind of uh, warning sign for you. Right. Right, right, right. It's not going to be that cheesy. <laughs> That's a perfect example. It's such a cheesy thing. Screensaver that says you can't hide. Yeah, uh, Stan Romanek, because of this documentary, you can't hide from your own bullshit. It'd be funny if it was one of those little uh, 3D maze screensavers from the 90s with the text yeah. like scrawled on one of the walls, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. I did not make hoax videos. I did not. <laughs> The UFOs are real. I was abducted by aliens. So do we have anything else that we want to touch on before we drop the bombshell? Um, hmm. Was there any other sort of... Oh, yeah, his wife. There was some evidence that she provided that she was also abducted. And there showed photos of marks on her wrists. But, you know, it could easily have just been faked. 
So here is uh, uh, this 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 is how they choose to end the video. <laughs> the fucking end title crawl. <laughs> At the end of this documentary, they say in 2014, Stan was arrested on charges of possessing and d- distributing child pornography. That's that's how they. And then they go, but before you jump to conclusions or before you pass judgment, look at all these totally credible uh, headlines that we have typed up here of uh, that we got from Google from places like the truth, what the truth seekers or some of these other places that are just clearly, obviously uh, lean towards conspiracy theorists and so on and so Uh, forth. But these news articles were basically of, you know, person gets set up by government, uh, virus puts child porn on, on man's computer, government puts child porn on man's computer to wrongfully convict. So basically they're saying the whole thing is a conspiracy man. The government's trying to take me down with this child pornography charge. And in August of 2017, he was found guilty of possession, but not guilty of distribution. So, yeah. That makes the alien, uh, the scene with the alien kid that he's talking about. All that much more creepy. leg. Yeah. Yes. Really fucking creepy. And it also... Because that's his pedo fantasy coming Yeah, and it there. also links uh, Star C to Strider Star Fire from Unsolved Mysteries, who is uh-huh. also a pedo. Maybe they know each other. Well, I mean, they both have that same. That, they both have that same, you know, uh, older gentleman uh, Dungeons and Dragons playing demeanor to them. Um, nothing wrong with playing Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, you know, they uh, they. T- so yeah, this guy is not only a hoaxer. He not only uh, makes the UFO community look even worse than it already does to a lot of people. He's also a fucking pedophile. And he's a scumbag. Yep. So that was the. That's how they chose to end. Well, I mean, I guess they would have to put that in there, right? Because yeah. I mean, that would be yeah. the first thing people would bring up about the guy. So they had to tackle that at the end. And they're like, "How are we going to handle this? Oh, just call it a hoax." Well, you know what, Stan Romanek, Romanek, I am the skeptic, and I blow the whistle at you, sir. <laughs> And there's so much bullshit in this in this documentary. Uh, you might want to blow that again. <laughs> Gotta love the skeptic whistle. I want to make uncovering unexplained mystery brand skeptic whistles. Yeah, there's got to be, so- be there's got to be someone out there who can do it. Um, but uh, yeah this 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 documentary is bullshit. Extraordinary bullshit. The Stan Romanek hoax. Um. I don't think there is a single thing that he has referenced or said in this documentary that's credible or actually happened. No. And and one of the guys at the end, and I feel bad. I feel bad for his wife. One of the because it's like she's just yeah, falling she's going really this into awful this. ride. One of the uh, UFO researchers at the end said um, something to the extent of. Uh, do I believe everything that happened to him? No, I don't. Uh, but even if only 40% of what he said is true, then this is this is truly uh, significant and amazing. And it's like, dude, did you just hear the words that came out of your own mouth? Even if you only can, even if only 40% of the stuff that happened to him is true, 
If only 40% is true, why would any of it be true? If 60% is false, why, you know, it's like yeah. people who write these fake bullshit narratives don't get some things, uh, don't lie about well, some things. Like with Cindy James, you know, Cindy James, like, oh, was she murdered or did she kill herself? But then there's all this evidence that suggests that she just was faking all this stuff. She was crying wolf. Yeah. And so, you know, is there a remote possibility that she was actually murdered? Possibly. But it's not, it's extremely remote. Is there a remote possibility that he actually was abducted by aliens? Uh, I don't think so. Because <laughs> with Cindy James, it seems like there's more, there's a little bit more there. I'm reading some of their... In terms of like... Oh, that's cool. I yeah, hope nobody heard that. Yeah, a little bit more in terms of how they, uh, uh, how she could have been uh, stalked legitimately. But like with this guy, there's nothing. It's just his word. And why? Why should I take a pedo? And his? Why should I take a pedo's word for this? For this kind of stuff. I'm reading some of the reviews I, I, on not. Amazon here, and one of the reviews says, uh, and, and they they really uh, nailed it with this statement. Truly, anyone can get a video published these days. Yeah. what a farce also this is the same guy that a jury later convicted of child porn crimes and put in a program for quote severe deniers uh yeah there's someone you can trust to tell you the truth another one another uh review just said i dislike stan uh <laughs> so do i yes um uh, someone wrote the only thing extraordinary about Stan Romanek is how he managed to separate five dollars from me <laughs> thankfully we didn't pay anything I was not gonna pay a dime for this no this shit this shit like, was free I would not have done this we would not have done this episode if we had to pay to see this this shit. review says uh, plays like UFO fan fiction and not even good fan fiction at that yes <laughs> Yes. If there's just the littlest, tiniest, microscopic, skeptical bone in your body, you will hate it. As this seems to be aimed, in parentheses, aimed is even giving them too much credit, at the most credulous among us. On top of all that, this whole, quote, documentary seems to be a long work of self-promotion for this Stan fellow. It seems to be about how interesting, smart, and excep- exceptional he is. Constant but subtle pats on the back. Kind of gives the vibe yeah. of, please like me. Can't help but to feel a tiny bit sorry for the guy. However, I'm sure he is killing it at the UFO conventions. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, and apparently, he and uh, this other the guy who directed this, they did another one. It came out last oh, year. No. Oh, no. It's called Extraordinary. The seating. However long this lasted is time that I can never get back. Terrible in every way. More of a portrait <laughs> of an eccentric storyteller. Yes. I, I, lo- I love the, the fact that the sequel has a subtitle that would be in like a really bad direct-to-video sequel. It's almost like it's self-aware, but you know it isn't. You know it's not self-aware. So that's what's so crazy about it. It's like, you. it's just... It, this and the seeding probably seem like just giant troll pieces, but this is legitimate stuff. Like this guy takes this seriously. Like he's not. This isn't a joke for Stan. This is his life, his extraordinary his life. P- P.S. It, de la Resistance, or however. Uh, 
his uh, life that has evidence that's mesmerizing. <laughs> Sorry, there's a little bit of domestic abuse that happened back there for a second. Oh, no. I'm being oppressed. Shut up! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Have you shown any clips to her? <laughs> no, she hasn't seen this. This is Stephanie, everyone. The uh, the second half of Dancing with Ghosts. She is. It's band day today, so we got to... Get on the get on the road with the music stuff, um, which we will be going on tour, by the way. Um, and you're going to hear our song at the end of this podcast and an advertisement to buy one of our new shirts somewhere in the middle of this podcast. But yeah, anyway. So I don't really have anything else to say about extraordinary <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, it was definitely. Um, uh, it was it was definitely entertaining in the wrong ways. Um, it was it was. Um, the acting was horrific on Stan's part. Uh, clearly, uh, I don't know. I think one of the most fakest. It was one of the most fakest uh, attempts at trying to prove the existence of aliens and UFOs, or that you know crazy shits happening to you. Like even worse than the stuff you've seen on Ancient Aliens. Uh, I don't know, man. Ancient Aliens. Some of the stuff they say is just so. The only difference between Ancient Aliens and this show is production. You know, they have yeah. a sound stage. They have, you know, good editing, good effects, good camera work. Um, this documentary has Surprised they didn't bring his ass on Joy there. Joe, yeah. <laughs> Stan, after watching your video, I think there are some really compelling points to what you have said. The thing I like most is that you feel... Aliens are responsible for all the things in this video. That makes my hair stand up in sexual erotic excitement. Thank you. Yeah, that anyway. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's the end of this podcast. Uh, it's almost clocking in here at two hours. God damn it, I'm hungry. Um, so if you like what you heard, you should join our Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com, go to the group section, type in Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries. It's an awesome, loving, caring, nurturing group of people who believe in, uh, well, I don't know. We all like to just, you know, joke around in there, I guess. I don't know what everyone believes in there. I believe in UFOs. I don't know what they believe in. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, kind of a long-winded, unnecessary little uh, explanation of the group there. Uh, if you want to kick us some uh, shekels on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries. Uh, we have, uh, you know, $1 is a thank you and a slap on the ass. Uh, $3, you get the podcast early. And for $5, you get the podcast early. And you can uh, suggest topics for us to cover in later episodes, and we take those a lot more seriously than the people who just suggest topics to us off the cuff. Um, those always get done. The Patreon requests always get done, no matter no matter if we like it or not. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then finally, if you want more of me and Mike, but maybe we're a little too together-y for you, you can find us separately on our YouTube channels. Mike is youtube.com slash OCP communications. He's a movie guy. Uh, he talks about movies. What was the last video you did, Mike? Last uh, video I did and last one I uploaded was a review of Bad Boys 2 because I've been reviewing the Bad Boys films. You know what annoys me on, about on the title Bad Boys is that there was a far superior movie with Sean Penn called Bad Boys yeah. that came out that you cannot, that it gets confused and lost every time. I wouldn't necessarily call it superior because oh, they're two different kind of uh, they films. They are, I mean, 
isn't Bad Boys with kind of a co- action comedy? Yeah, it's an action an action film with some comedic elements. So it's it's you know Bad Boys the one with Sean Penn is more of a, a crime drama prison yeah. drama. That movie's great. It's so underrated. Well, I'm surprised you even saw that. I, dude, that was one of the 11 <laughs> movies I've seen in my life. They're very <laughs> random, the movies I've seen, I'm telling you. Um, and if you want to find me on YouTube, I am youtube.com slash dancingwithghosts. The last video I did, I haven't been able to upload a new one yet. I uh, I uh, rated all of Pink Floyd's albums through the... Uh, the A to F tier, which ones are the A tier, which ones get the F tier. I'm just going to tell you right now, a lot of their early psychedelic work I was not into at all. So Piper at the Gates of Dawn uh, is in the F tier, as in my opinion. Um, but of course, don't worry, Dark Side of the Moon is in the A tier. So go on over to my channel. I do all kinds of videos, though, um, of all varying degrees of entertainment. Also, my band, Dancing with Ghosts, as I mentioned before, we are on Spotify. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Find us somewhere on there. Listen to us. We're going to be going on tour in late May, early June. So if we're coming to a city near you, please make the voyage out to come see us. You can meet me, take a picture. I'll shake your hand. I'll sign your titty, whatever you want me to do. Can I sign titties too? They can sign your titties. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think that was part of the deal. Well, tough titty. Um... But yeah, if, if I do come out, though, make sure you like tell me that you are a listener because I don't I don't recognize you guys. You know what I look like and you know a lot about me, but I don't know what you look like and I know nothing about you. So having that dynamic in place, say, hey, my name is such and such. I listen to the podcast. Don't just randomly uh, assault Josh. <laughs> well, yeah, that either. I mean, if you're going to kick me in the nuts, at least introduce yourself first so I know who to tell the police, you know. Who did it or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. Uh, uh, that's about it. Until next week, have a good rest of your week. Bye. See ya. Tying into the the bullshit artist that we're going to be talking about for, for the focus of this podcast. So I've been dealing with a bullshit artist of my own. Oh, okay, yeah. On, I've been wanting to hear YouTube. this story. And... Uh, this guy, I don't think he knows a single damn thing about this podcast, so fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this guy is named Springwood Elm Street, and he is some fucking loser who, I, I swear, either he's got a mental handicap of some kind, or he's just an asshole. I don't know which is which, and it, and in, honestly, in all honesty, I don't think it's an excuse. Because I know plenty of people who are autistic or have some sort of, you know, mental uh, deficiencies, and they're not assholes. So I don't really think that's an excuse for being an asshole. That's just me personally. Um, but anyway, this guy uh, was friends uh, with me, and friends in quotes, on Facebook a couple years ago. And he was posting a lot of negative comments, and I was honestly... Able, to, I was willing to deal with that because they're just like, okay, people are different. But then a friend of mine left a post, and then he uh, really got argumentative with him and was being really disrespectful to my friend. And I was just like, I'm done. I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So I banned it. So that caused the guy to make all these fake ass hate videos on his YouTube channel, talking about how I'm a horrible person. Or how I can't take a different opinion, and so on and so forth. You made a video? 
Yeah, he's made videos. Uh, that's so funny when people go to that length. And so he's thinking that, oh, and in these videos, he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Of course, you know, it's the, uh, I'm an innocent angel. I didn't do anything. I'm not who he says, uh, he, who, who, uh, he says I am. Uh, that's not me, but like, it's clearly obvious it was him. And, uh, I'm an honest guy. Anyone that knows me, I don't bullshit around. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. And why else would he have that much of a grudge against me? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, why why are you, like, doing this shit at the exact same time as when I banned that account? That seems like a, a, too much of a coincidence, if you ask me. But anyway, that seemed like it was like, all right, whatever, hate videos. I've had hate videos made about me before. Uh, That's funny it, because you actually, I know for a fact you have because I saw one and I commented on one. That, yeah. that cringy loser who was jogging while he was dissing yeah. you. Yeah, that guy, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have had hate videos made about me. And it's just, just what happens on YouTube when you're honest and some people have an issue. I think the whole thing is they th this guy and other people follow him think that I can't handle a different opinion. But the, the reality is they can't handle my opinion because I don't like what they like. Because they, they, they go in and say uh, things like, I hate everything, or my friend hates everything. And it's like, no, we just don't like a lot of the films that you like. <laughs> and you know, that's good, because that's what makes this world interesting, is different opinions. But when it, different opinions turns to slander, that's where I draw the line. I'm totally fine with people sharing dissenting opinions on my channel. I have no problems with that, no qualms with that. I have no qualms with that on our on our page or, you know, from any of you who are listening. I have an issue with people who just start insulting you. That's not a different opinion anymore. That's just, just, just throwing out insults and slander. And I don't have any patience for that. So, I have a no-tolerance policy. It's my channel, my rules. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So, anyway, so I took, I, I blocked that guy... And I've been blocking his cronies who come in and leave comments ever since. And uh, this is this is uh, the wonderful gem of a comment I got this morning uh, from a guy named James Robinson, which is probably just another fake account because uh, there's no videos and there's no subs. It was just created recently. And part of me is thinking that it might be this guy himself just creating different accounts and trying to, you know spread all kinds of bullshit. The thing that he doesn't know is that all these comments show up in my spam folder because I've tagged certain certain words, so uh, nobody ever sees any of these. But anyway, I'm going to put on a super serious voice here. Listen, this is your first and only warning. I suggest you read this immediately to get a good idea of what's going to happen if you don't listen. A good buddy of mine, Springwood, says you continue to harass him again, you can make up bullshit lies all you want to, but he has proof. Let me tell you something, I don't know who you think you are harassing people like Springwood, but it's going to stop now, or else your account is getting terminated, and you'll be permanently banned from YouTube. I love that. I love oh that part. Oh my god. He speaks with, <laughs> he's, he's got such an authority on, on what's going to happen. This means even if you don't have a channel, you will not be able to watch any videos or even get on the site. 
This is so much bullshit. At first, like, I got a little bit, uh, because I wasn't really processing. I just woke up. I wasn't really processing things quite as well. But once I read it again and again, I was like, this is so fucking ridiculous and stupid. It's hilarious. This is, uh, this is such a hilarious comment. Like, you'll be permanently banned. <laughs> like, uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Uh, it means even if you don't have a channel, you'll not be able to watch any videos or get on the site. How? How is YouTube going to do that, and how are you going to do that? I have good buddies that work for YouTube. Uh, yeah, really? Mr. James Robinson? Mr. Nobody? Who has no subs and no videos? You don't know anyone. Yeah, and typically, uh, people don't, if they're talking in, like, a professional manner, they don't refer to people they know as buddies. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the president be well actually i could see donald trump being like i got some buddies in the fbi that will fuck you up <clears throat> so anyway all i takes is for me to show them evidence and get you banned what evidence i haven't done a single video about this guy on my channel i haven't mentioned him by name i haven't done anything in fact i had a fucking mole on my facebook account who created an account sent me a friend request and then was uh, relaying information or posts that I made on my private Facebook account to this guy. Ah, oh, God, I hate people like that. That's happened to me a few yeah. times. It drives me crazy. Like, who the fuck is the snitch? I want to strangle him. I know, yeah. So I went through my Facebook uh, uh, friends list and I just unfriended a ton of people that I didn't really know. Didn't really know that many friends that were close to me. I just unfriended a ton of them. And I think I might have figured it out, but <laughs> well, we shall see. But anyway, he says, matter of fact, you could... No, actually, he says, matter of fact, not matter of a fact. Matter of fact, you could even spend jail time for harassing Springwood since harassing is technically a crime. Yeah, and if that's the case, uh, I have a mountain of evidence... <laughs> to suggest that you've been harassing me. You have trolls probably that come on your channel all the time making empty threats, but this is serious. Oh, it is? Really? It's super, super serial. I'm not joking or playing games. Enough is enough, Mike! I suggest <laughs> you read this entire thing and wise up, because the next time I hear about you doing this, the account is gone. And so is your access to YouTube. You can file all the lawsuits you want to try to take us to court to keep the channel up, but it won't work. This is your only warning. Stop the harassment, OCP, or else. Or else what? You gonna spank me? <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Fucking psychos. Yeah, well... That the guy's a huge fan of Freddy Krueger, and he totally is living up to the fucking... <laughs> the fucking name. He's about as nuts as Freddy is. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to share that. I'm probably, gonna put so that I'm probably gonna put that in the B-roll. Fine, totally. It, it works. It works well for that. Just so fucking ridiculous. Have you ever dealt with any anyone like that? Um, on YouTube, no. I I I mean, maybe it's because I don't have as many subscribers as you do. But yeah. uh, I I've never that nothing like that has happened to me. No one's made a video about me or anything like that. 
Um, but again, uh, probably. I'm surprised no one did it for like the Apple video. They're like, fuck this yeah, guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or, the, or the H3 one, because that one's like yeah. getting really up there in views too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, sure. Well, H3, H3 has kind of been. Uh, I don't know. He, he's kind of been uh, not necessarily discredited, but he's definitely fallen out of some people's good graces lately. So you're kind of not alone on that. Oh, well. I, I'm at this point, like, I'm sure that Ethan knows about me because, like, he, <laughs> he's definitely one of those guys that, like, watches oh, yeah. videos about him. Oh, yeah. There was there was a there was a YouTuber who made a video about him. Yeah. Kind of an say, exposed saying, video. S- something saying guy. Yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, his video just recently got removed. Oh, uh, just recently. Soon, yeah. Pretty soon after Ethan uh, and Susan had a, a little meeting. Oh, wow. uh, Susan Wojcicki, the the CEO of YouTube, about uh, creators not attacking other creators, you know, kind of stopping oh, that sort of thing. Oh, fuck off! That's free speech. Yeah, you, that that's like that's like one of the most popular topics on YouTube is YouTube drama. How, I know. How are they going to get rid? of I mean, I guess that- except if it's from people who uh, have no views and nobody really gives a shit, then it's not really that popular. But well, shit, you know. that's how some people blow up. Honestly, I, <laughs> I remember during the Channel Awesome thing, there were people who who started their like well, big well, channels yeah, off the, of that. Well, that that's the thing though. That's Channel Awesome. The stuff I'm talking about is like some you know loser ranting about me <laughs> like nobody fucking cares <laughs> oh yeah right yeah well it's if someone <laughs> if someone made a video about me and uh, yeah i mean no one no yeah. one even knows who the fuck i am you know like except for like you know maybe a few people here and there but you know i am not it's on like the uh, barely nobody really knows who stan romanek is even though he has his own documentary now it's time for me to play you a new song from my band, Dancing with Ghosts. This song is called Faded Neon, and it's about an aging pop culture-obsessed wannabe who is having trouble coming to grips with the fact that he isn't the star that his younger self thought he would be by now. This is by no means a song about myself. Uh, not not, not at all. Uh, anyways, if you like the song, check us out on Spotify and like us on Facebook. Thank you very much.